Welcome to Pure and Simple, a podcast from NCMPR that spotlights the issues and topics we face as community college marketers and PR professionals. Hear from NCMPR members and other experts as they share their personal and professional experiences and tell stories from the field. I'm Jeff Julian, a proud member of NCMPR and Chief of Staff at Harper College in Palatine, Illinois. And I'm Stephanie Reyna, also a proud NCMPR member and new media and marketing specialist at Saddleback College in Mission Viejo, California. Well, welcome to Pure and Simple. I'm Jeff Julian. And, you know, I have this I have this strange feeling that I'm not alone anymore. And <laughs> I don't know why I'm I'm feeling that. Did I, did I hear a voice? Is it a, is it a voice in my head? Is Are these the voices in my head or... Or is this a, the voice of, of another person? Who, 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 whose voice did I just hear? Hello, 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 hello. It is <laughs> I. So yeah, it's, well, uh, it's me. It's you, Stephanie you Reyna. Okay. It, so it is another person and not, yes, not, a, yes. not, a, not, a, not a voice that I'm hearing. Excellent. All right, Well, Stephanie, we're not sure, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> it hasn't been ruled out yet. Okay, perfect. Well, welcome. Welcome to the, to, to the podcast. Welcome Hi, to thanks. Pure and Simple. It is so awesome to have a co-host, someone to talk to, bounce ideas off, get recommendations on you know, shirt tie combination, you know, wh- whatever, <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it, it's just good to have another person to talk to sure. and, and share ideas. So no, we're, we're so glad to have you. Here's, here's my question. So, you know, you've been on the podcast before you were, you were interviewed during the live coffee talk yes. podcast at the conference in Denver at the national conference in Denver mm-hmm. as part of the leadership Institute crew. And so, you know, my question is now, is everyone going to start thinking that you complete the leadership Institute and all of a sudden you're made the co-host of pure and simple. Is that, was that your understanding? Uh, that was in the um, fine text at the bottom. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I must've been the only one that made it to the end of the um, instructions because it was there. So, okay. Here I am. So you're saying um, potentially we could have like ten co-hosts on the uh, sure. on the podcast, and eventually yeah. twenty five co-hosts. As, Why as, not? Yeah, of course. Well, I mean, yes. Nothing says good podcasting like at least twenty five <laughs> people in the room trying to talk over one another, all shouting equally. <laughs> yes. So folks need to get to know you a little bit better. So e- even though we did interview you once before, now that you are a co-host, you're, you're, you're my co-host. I, I, we need to, we need to, to, to get some things out there on the table. So folks know who you are and where you're coming from. So during the leadership Institute, you know, we, we, that, that's where we first met, but h- how long have you been a member of, of NCMPR? Let's get your bona fides on the table right now. <laughs> I joined in uh, 2009, and at the time I was um, working at Fullerton College, which is another community college here in Southern California, and uh, my uh, director at the time was Andrea Hanstein, who um, is a longtime member of NCMPR, and she served um, as the District 6 director and the um, national director twice. Um, and she was the one who um, encouraged me to get involved. Um, and so she signed me up in 2009. And then, oh gosh, what was the first conference that year? I want to say my first conference then was San Francisco. Okay. Um, Good first and, conference. Yeah, it was very close to where we are. 
So it was a great, um, it was a great opportunity as someone who had just entered the community college world. I'd come from um, city government. And so it was a really good opportunity to get my feet wet and start to learn about um, this new world that I had stepped into. And then also have a group of people that I could reach out to across the country who were also just learning all about this new platform called Bookface and how to <laughs> utilize it. Yes. Yes. Yeah, well, you sound like you're a real tech expert. So that, <laughs> that should come in handy, uh, for us on the, on the podcast as we, we go through this wild world of, uh, of new media. So I remember in your leadership institute presentation, you were using Jenga blocks as a, you know, illustration of, of mm-hmm. your talk. But I remember being, I don't want to say bothered, but you were putting them together rather than, rather than taking them out. And right. I know it was illustrating your, your point, but, but I have to say that <laughs> it, I, there, there was, it was like, there was an itch in the back of my, my brain. Every time you, you were putting a Jenga tower together rather than taking it apart. Why did you choose to do it that way versus the other way? Just to upset you. Uh, <laughs> no, it was, uh, as you mentioned, you know, it was really uh, illustrative of, you know, what, so our 10 month leadership Institute was really learning about the things that help you grow as a leader. And a lot of it is recognizing what you are lacking and then how to, find that in others and bring them onto your team. So my illustration was that the Jenga pieces that were not, that were just tan color was the individual. And then every Jenga piece after that, that was a different color illustrated when the person was lacking that skill would bring someone on who really excelled at that skill. And by doing so, the leader then became stronger and became a not more whole. That sounds weird, but essentially became a stronger leader because they one recognized that I can't do all the things. This is where I'm lacking, and two saw those strengths in others and decided to shine a light on them, therefore making themselves um, a better leader. Did you say that during your presentation? Maybe. I believe I blocked out during my presentation. It was very much a, uh, it was very, it very much felt like a scene from um, <laughs> when Will Ferrell is up at the dais against the Raging Cajun and he <laughs> just blocks out. It was very, it was very that. Um, <laughs> it seems like it makes so much more sense now when you said that. And it makes me think that maybe I wasn't paying attention as closely as I thought I was. <laughs> I mean, I was also the last presentation of the day. So perhaps after 18 presentations, you had entered the mind melt point of the <laughs> afternoon. Well, so. I, I appreciate the, the, the grace that you're providing me. That is a, <laughs> that is a, a, a very good co-host. So um, one of the things that, that, that we've done when we've when we've recorded live peer and simple tapings is we do we bring folks in in from the crowd and we, we just ask them sort of icebreaker questions, mm-hmm. you know, those traditional icebreaker questions and we do a rapid fire and we, you know, try to get to know someone a, a little bit better. So thought yeah. it might be fun to ask fun. you some okay. of these things fun okay. for me. I don't know if, if, <laughs> if it will be fun for you, but you know, the important thing is that it's, that it's fun for me. So got it. Uh, here we go. Early riser or night owl. Night owl. 
in Zoom meetings, camera on or camera off? Camera on. Books or movies? Books. Favorite book? Oh, no. Not ready for this answer. Uh, You can pass. Pass. (laughs) Last book you read? It was probably a parenting book because I have a toddler. <laughs> oh boy. Last book that you put down and you're like, I'm 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 done with this. I'm not finishing it. It was a book about cooking. Um and it got really into the weeds about um utensils and the history of the utensil. And I was like, that that was a good run. I'm gonna set this down. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. Uh, th- this one ties into our, our guest today. Karaoke, yay or nay? Yay. Okay. And then follow up your karaoke song. So I don't have one that I prefer, but I have um, at an NCMPR conference, I did perform Paul Revere from Beastie Boys. Nice. With Andrea Hanstein, it was a, a duo moment. Very nice. Um, and then at my bachelorette party, um, aboard a cruise to Mexico, I decided to sing Toto's Africa. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, as as one does when as they're on does. a cruise. Yes. Yeah. So. Perfect. Um, okay. I don't, I, yeah. And then last but not <laughs> least, who is your dream interview? Dream interview. Uh, I should have prepared for this. Uh, That's dream- the whole point. I know. <laughs> you should say Jeff Ebbing. Since- <laughs> Jeff, uh, Jeff Ebbing. Uh, I'm going to go with a chef. I'm going to say um, Anthony Bourdain. Ah, yes. very good. I very like good. food. And I think that would have been a very um, interesting conversation to have. Very good. Okay. Now your turn. If you would like, you can ask me a question. Okay. A, he said A. <laughs> well, you can do whatever you want. Technically, oh, okay. it's your it's your podcast now too. Okay. It's like one question. Make it a good one. <laughs> All right. We'll go back to the karaoke question. So Mr. Julian, uh, karaoke, yay or nay? Uh, I have a very complicated... Um, <laughs> feeling about karaoke because as a, as a musician who, you know, performs and and plays, I feel like it's not fair sometimes to do karaoke, but if, if, and and then sometimes, I don't know, I just get kind of self-conscious about it. Like, I don't know, does people really want to hear me say whatever? I don't know if I'm going to do it. So um, I did do it uh, recently at, in, in Denver um, with, with James Walters. And I believe we did don't stop believing by journey, which was a, a, a pretty good one. But I would have to say if, if I could, if I could just pick one right now out of blue, I'd, I'd probably do Gordon Lightfoot carefree highway. Oh, and then I would join you on Toto's Africa. There you go. Jump in. Yeah. Yeah. Join the fun. That's right. (laughs) Join the fun. Well, Stephanie, I'm so glad to have you on the podcast now. I I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Should we, should we talk to our first guest? Let's do it. All right. Each NCMPR national conference wraps up with the changing of the guard. This happens at the final business meeting where the president reviews general news like membership and finances, and then their final to-do is to welcome in the new president of the board. 
The president of NCNPR in 2022-23 is Jeff Ebbing, the director of marketing and communications at Southeastern Community College in West Burlington, Iowa. He's been a member of NCNPR since 2005. He's something of a karaoke king, and he cares deeply about getting our members in front of the decision makers at their colleges. Jeff Ebbing, welcome to Peer and Simple. It is so good to have another Jeff finally on this show. Uh, I've always envisioned there being two Jeffs on the podcast. Um, I'm so glad to have Stephanie with me as well. I don't want to say that Stephanie's not welcome because she's not a Jeff. She is. In fact, we may make her an honorary Jeff at the end of this podcast. So there's three Jeffs on the on the show. But we're, we're so glad to have you. Welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. It is a pleasure to be here. And I will tell you, normally... When I'm listening to this podcast, I'm running my route in the morning and I'm listening to you serenade me as I try not to die running down the sidewalks of Burlington, Iowa. So you got that going for you. So should, should we put subliminal messages within future podcasts that are, uh, you know, encouraging, you know, we can have Stephanie talking you through the run, you know, okay, just a little bit farther. Don't forget to take a sip of water. That's right. Well, it's it's going to really freak me out when I hear myself giving myself the pep talk when I actually listen to this. For, <laughs> it's going to be pretty meta, pretty quick. Why don't you go ahead and say something to your future self who's going to be running right now? Stephanie, don't don't you agree that that, that would be a good use of, 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 of time to have Jeff encourage Absolutely. himself right now? Yes. So what is it? We just started. So maybe a, a pep talk on how this run's going to go. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe you can walk through your stretching regimen now. Um, you know, we don't need no stretches. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to your future self right now, Jeff, and give, give, give him some encouragement on this next run. Jeff, you are amazing. I've never seen anyone run this fast in my life. I'm pretty <laughs> sure you're an honorary Kenyan. I cannot imagine anyone anyone running as smoothly and gliding through the air as you are right now. I do not know why you did not have an, an, uh, an endorsement deal from Asics, Brooks, Adidas, and Nike. I have no idea why this is not happening. Good job. That, it, that is pretty good. Yeah, that's going to work. So... <laughs> Stephanie, why don't you why don't you hit him with a real question, uh, so we can we 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 can move away from these uh, these running platitudes and and hit the new president with something hard hitting. Yeah, now that we're warmed up, now that we've got our 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 jog on, we've we've warmed up our muscles. Let's go ahead and start with you're the new president of NCMPR. We got to meet you and hear from you at the conference in Denver. So we're going to start with our hard hitting question as, as Jeff mentioned. Um, so here goes, what is your go-to karaoke song and what's your best karaoke memory from NCMPR? Well, my go-to karaoke song is always going to be the one that plays to the room. I have a list. And so you all, you have to know your audience. So I've been in places where I have to go super old school, like 1960s and other times I'm in a room and I got to sing Lizzo. It just really depends on the room. <laughs> so you got to be prepared for what the audience throws at you. And my best karaoke memory of all time for NCMPA conferences has to be when we were in Philadelphia and it was St. Patrick's Day. And wow. we went out after our district dinner. There was seven or eight of us. And, um, 
we went, this was, this was years ago. So like Yelp was just like, just becoming a thing. And so we're looking to find, and we looked and I said, we have to find the one with the worst reviews. So we found the karaoke <laughs> bar with the worst reviews and we showed up and I, I kid you not, the Irish national rugby team was there drinking beers, oh singing Irish drinking songs. And so we scored and sang karaoke with the Irish national rugby team on wow. St. Patrick's Day. That is unreal. Impressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so wow. what, what was your song that night then? Zombie. <laughs> complete with a pounding on the bar and everything it was it was epic it really was very nice matter of fact uh ben ben was there ben munson was there so he can he can attest to that and a good friend dewey price who now works with 25th at the time was both butler community college in Mm -hmm. kansas he was there so still some connections to uh ncnpr current members who would testify to the validity of my story So it's true. It's true. So, you know, karaoke aside, as you kind of buckle in for your year as, as, as president and, you know, you, you alluded to this during your speech in, in Denver that, you know, as, as you sit in that president elect chair, you, you think, oh, I got time. Uh, This is, this is far into the future. And then all of a sudden, boom, it's here. Right. And so now that it's here, what do you see as the focal point for your year as, as president? I really want to deliver on the decision makers at our institutions the value that not just the marketing people provide, but that the marketing function provides to the college mm-hmm. and how we as an organization can make those professionals stronger and better. Um, that's really what I want. I want to be able to do. So how am I going to do that? Well, I, um, I want to make sure we connect with our friends at AACC and really make those bonds stronger. I think we have lots of opportunities to do that and just make sure we're communicating with our presidents and the VPs and some of the folks who need to hear our story, but for whatever reason, they've, it's been a little bit harder to reach out to those folks. Yes. Why did you decide then you wanted to be in a position of leadership in NCMPR? Well, and I also mentioned this to the folks in uh, Denver when I did have a chance to, to, to talk to folks. I did not ever see myself being in this role. I was very happy being a person who went to conferences and sat in sessions and was the sponge and soaked up stuff. And at one point in time, um, Debbie Halsey put out a call for asking people to write blog posts. And I just challenged myself to come up with something that I could write about. And that started me on a path where once I did that and it got picked up and people actually seemed to engage with it, um, I found that I had a voice that I could share and and provide Mm -hmm. my insight into the organization. And lo and behold, it, it resonated with people. And that just one step led to another, led to giving presentations at district and then national and then all those things that you writing for the council, all that just sort of sort of snowballed. And I'm fortunate enough as being in a member of District 5 where we've had a really good flow, I would say, of really good leaders come through our organization and ultimately get into you know national positions. Heather McDorman, not mm-hmm. too long ago, was also National Communicator of the Year and other folks as well. Um, and great role models, and 
just prepared myself, stepped in, you know, volunteered to do the conference stuff and became assistant director. And, and once I saw myself in that role, I just started walking that way. So you, you talked about what got you involved with NCNPR in the first place, and it, it was a blog post. So I'm wondering, do you remember what the blog post was and did it age well? Actually, I think it did. Um, uh, it was about Marketing Army of One. That was my first blog post, I believe. And okay. at the time, I was a one-person shop. And, and yeah. it, it, over the course of 17 years, I have tripled the size of my staff. Thank you very much. Wow. <laughs> tripled the size of their staff. I don't think That's so. That's real growth. It's yeah. considerable. And so it was – and again, like I said, when you don't think you have a lot – when you're a small shop, what can I possibly learn? You know, what can I tell anybody? Well, you can tell people how to survive. And I think that was really part of kind of where I went at it. And so I came at it, whereas a lot of the folks in the councils were from really big schools, very influential. These people had, you know, PhDs and big departments and budgets. I was like, you know, I'm the little guy who is just hanging on for dear life. Here's my perspective. And that's that's what I that's how I started to 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 put that out there. So, you know, I think it actually, I haven't read it lately, but I think we could probably dust it off and I think it would still be pretty relevant. I'm glad you mentioned that about being the, the, the army of one, because I, I mean, I think NCNPR is value for, for all members, but, but in particular, I think at times the, the smaller departments, smaller staffs really benefit from that network of, yes. of people. And mm-hmm. Stephanie, I don't know if you, you ran into folks at conference, but I, I talked to so many folks who were like, I'm a, I'm a department of one or I'm a department of two. And, and having this network of folks you can rely on either in person at a conference or, or check into, uh, check in with later is, is really helpful. Absolutely. Even, you know, the listserv function for those of us that mm-hmm. feel that we're on an island all alone uh, is such a wonderful resource. And you see that you have someone across the country who's <laughs> struggling in the same struggle bus that you are. So talking about that, um, you know, Army of One and, and the blog posts, those are just some of, and I mentioned the listserv, those are just some of the resources um, available to NCMPR members why should new members maybe consider getting more deeply involved with NCMPR outside of the listserv, outside of, of the resources they can find on the website? Um, what's the benefit to getting more deeply involved? I think any of us who has done any sort of teaching, whether formally or informally, um, you always end up learning more as a teacher than you are when you're a student. Um, I taught some continuing ed Photoshop classes and InDesign and this and that, and even developed some social media classes when Facebook advertising was sort of opened up to smaller organizations and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's one thing to do it, but then to teach it, your, your command of what it is to do is, is just so much more rich. And I definitely learn, you know, from from that aspect of, of getting involved, giving a presentation. And again, I remember giving my first presentation, which is also a marketing army of one. I developed the blog post into a presentation at districts, thinking about it now. And it was the same thing. I had, I have to come up with smart things to say to fill this hour. And this is how I do these things, but I have to put meat on the bones. Yeah. And in doing so, you know, you, you, you codify more into words what has been floating around in your brain for however many years. Yeah. 
Jeff, you talked about running when we started the podcast, and I, I know you've got a couple of really, really deep passions. Uh, so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna pose this question to you: Do you love running with your dog more than the band you two? Oh, that is a, <laughs> that is not a fair question. That is not a fair question. <laughs> Um, well, and, I mean, consider Finn is probably listening. Your dog, Mr. Fantastic is probably listening right now, running with you. He probably has his own earbuds. <laughs> yes, he does. He has his own little earbuds. And of course we, you know, we, we listen to the same music. We so strangely have the same taste. I don't quite know how that turned out, but right. uh, you know, that, that works. Um, well, to be perfectly honest, I normally listen to you two while running with my dog. And so uh, it's like a, I, I, it's a tri. It's, it's it's perfect. It's a yeah. bifecta. It's not a trifecta. Yeah. The yeah. duofecta. I'm not quite sure what you say there, but yes, that's that is. <laughs> you are you are true. You are correct. All right. So that 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 wasn't necessarily a fair question, but you know, has music played a role in in how either you approach marketing or or how you approach leadership? Um, both. I think. And not to opine and get too Bono esque in this thing. Mm-hmm. I really one of the things I really appreciate about you too is their lyrics and how they talk about things and drive a lot of meaning into things. And so the idea that you can you can tell a story and and put in a message that can always be relevant. It's very timeless uh, when you listen to some of their stuff. You know, some of their protest songs are as relevant back in the eighties as they are today with world events and whatever the case is. Um, some artists can also do the same thing. And so touching on themes that resonate with people regardless and cross a lot of lines, that that's clearly a communication function that I think is that, that I have found um, it steers me in, in, in trying to be rise above the, uh, as marketers, we're always trying to rise above the kitchen, the gimmick, unless we, we, we sometimes embrace that, but we try to find yeah. the story behind that and, and touch those buttons. Yeah. Um, so I would say there's probably some inspiration with that. And even with music in general, I, I listen to a lot of. It. As a matter of fact, I probably have Spotify running most of the day, just in wow. the background as I'm as I'm working on stuff. Um, just the little mental escapes. Um, you know, again, you'll have some bands that you listen to that. Oh my gosh, I've heard this song seven hundred times, but I never noticed that one little rim shot. I never saw wow. that little lick, and it's like a brand new song to you all over again. And so there's just the the continual renewal and listening to things and listening to stuff with new ears. Again, how I listen to music to the same song at uh, 51 uh, is different than when I was 13. And it was it's the exact same song, but I listen to it in a different way. So there's that part, too. Stephanie, do you think we should pin him down and make him select his favorite U2 album of all time? Uh, Just just to be completely unfair again. Yeah, it's full torture mode. Just just crank it up to a hundred. <laughs> My favorite YouTube album is Octung Baby, which coincidentally turns thirty years old this wow. fall. Thirty wow. years ago. Another fun story that ties YouTube and NCMPR. We got time for this? Sure. So we go to Las Vegas a couple of years ago, and I get there early with the express purpose of renting a car and driving into the the the. Uh, uh, what is the uh, Death Valley and yeah. finding the Joshua tree and getting my picture taken next to the, which has since died and is rotting on the Death Valley floor. Um, and I left my name in a notebook, but many other fans have attended, have been there and signed their name and left 
guitars and things and thing. And I drank a bottle of Guinness and I sat on the Joshua Tree the day before the NCMTR conference in Las Vegas. I was by myself. No one else went. That's awesome. Very cool. Wow. And when I was there, um, I wanted to make sure I captured the moment. So I actually packed up a whole bunch of sand and may or may not have chipped off a few small pieces of the Joshua Tree and brought it back to me with me to uh, to the conference hotel. And I gave some to a fellow U2 fan and I think at that time was the president, Andrea Hanstein. What? Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to text her after this. And uh, I know she, she appreciated it. It was, uh, it was a great tie. So lots of That's connections awesome. between you two and me and, and NCMPR. It's, we're, we're inseparable, really. <laughs> Fantastic. So we've learned a few things about Mr. Abby now. Um, runner, you two aficionado, music fan. But another fun fact is um, you didn't start in community college marketing. You worked for a chef mm. before you made your way to higher ed. What did you learn in the kitchen that you have been able to take into the world of communication? Actually, I grew up in a family. My dad owned a bunch of Hardee's restaurants. So I definitely grew up in food service for sure. But I worked for this guy who wanted to basically be the next Food Network star, the next Emerald back in the day. This is before all the people now. And I was his marketing guy. Mm-hmm. And um, he, I'll be honest, he chased a lot of rainbows um, but at the same point in time, one of the things that I learned about him was to be yourself. Um, when you are a chef, you are your brand. And he was quirky. And I, I learned to not, you can still be grown up and still be yourself and still be super professional, but you don't have to mask who you are if you are whatever, insert whatever that is for yourself. Mm-hmm. And um, that was the best that was probably one of the best inspirations for me and formative moments, probably as a marketer mm-hmm. um, that I could have ever had was, was, was working for this guy who was a megalomaniac. definitely. <laughs> um, and, but, but that's okay because you just, I just learned so, so much from that. And, and I carry that forward to this day. What was, or, or what, so you didn't work in the kitchen, but, You've obviously got a, a past as uh, in in the in the food service industry. What's your what's your go to dish to make? What's your what's your Ooh. signature Jeff Ebbing meal? Nothing scares me to cook in the kitchen. I've I've done mediocre sushi. I've done. I've smoked all kinds of. Things. Always a great way to market yeah. sushi as well. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't. I live in Iowa. I can't make good sushi. Come on. Uh, but I've smoked all kinds of things in my Weber charcoal kettle. Um, I've cooked so many f- big family dinners of all of the important holidays with all of the important pieces of meat. Um, all that kind of stuff. I make a mean backyard. Pina colada for everybody. Um, nice. that's, that's fun. We've bur- actually burnt through a couple of vent blenders. We've made so many of them over the years. Oh my <laughs> goodness. Paired with mediocre sushi, I, I, I'm sure those are going well together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been trying. I've been trying to do more uh, Thai and Korean food. We actually hosted um, a Korean exchange student and a Chinese exchange student at different times, and it's been fun to try to. You know, again, in Iowa, we don't get a lot of 
beyond traditional American Chinese or Mexican. You know, there's not, we don't get a lot of international variety. So mm-hmm. having native folks who actually know what it's supposed to taste like has been great to, you know, they've been great um, inspirations uh, as well to in, work to explore in the kitchen. How fun. Yeah. So Jeff, we got a couple of questions left here for you and we re- really appreciate you you being on the podcast. When you, when you finish up your year as president, what do you hope that you will have accomplished? That I will have empowered people who were like me that didn't think they had anything to offer, realize that they have something to offer and that they want to engage and that they find it in themselves that, wow, I, I do know something about my job and I am comfortable enough stepping forward and sharing my story and contributing and ultimately learning infinite more than I thought that I was providing by, by being part of the conversation. I, that will make, I will feel very successful if I, if I could do that for one person. I love that. It's been wonderful to talk to you on this level um, and kind of get to know you a bit better because I have um, been a member of NCMPR since 20, 2009. And I just learned more things in the last 20 minutes about you that I've learned that I've known since, since 2009. So it's, it really has been a pleasure getting to chat with you. So I'm going to go ahead and, and wrap this up now with our, our final hard hitting question. Who is your favorite Jeff? Julian or Ebbing? <laughs> mm. Well, there is a right answer. To well, this I'll, I will tell you this. Jeff Julian is one of the coolest guys that I know. And I, and he, as he takes a drink and spits it out, that, <laughs> that is true. You're a pretty cool guy. So I don't know if I can ever keep up with you in, in the music ability or the style or, or the killer hair and beard. <laughs> I got none of those. None of those. <laughs> so it depends. I, I guess I'm, I'm Jeff is Jeff's biggest fan. How about we say that? We can just leave it nondescript as to who Jeff is talking about. This question I'll worked out it. perfectly. We yeah. should ask this question every episode, <laughs> Stephanie. This is just really this is such a <laughs> such an ego boost, uh, you know. And get ready, folks. You got two Jeffs in a row as president. Uh, it's a, it's an era of Jeffs. It's it's just going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, Jeff Ebbing, thank you so much for being being on the podcast. We we really appreciate it, and and wish you the best of luck, and and think you're going to do an outstanding job as president. So, thanks for being on the show. I am looking forward to it, and. Um, Great things are yet to come. Pure and Simple is presented by the National Council for Marketing and Public Relations, an organization for marketing and PR professionals at the nation's two-year community colleges. For membership information, visit ncmpr.org. And don't forget to subscribe, download, rate, and review Pure and Simple wherever you get your podcasts.